0: This is where Atlanta Soul. At Atlanta this
1: soul, particular point in time, hip-hop rules.
0: Meets the Nashville sound. The it's Unmitigated Girl. Girl. And hits everywhere in between. Ellen Fitz talking music. L Talking. And
2: Fitz. We are back with the most creatively named podcast in all of the land. L and Fitz talking music. It's Ellen Fitz talking music. Jason Fitz hanging out with you. L. Duncan, you know the the drill. We get to hang out, uh, share some of our uh our, our sports experiences, our music experiences. All the worlds come together, and uh, obviously, on the heels of the college football championship, the biggest story wasn't Clemson winning forty four to sixteen. No, nay, the biggest story was Lil Wayne has no friends. That's what I've learned here. Because let me tell you something right out of the gate: if Lil Wayne had friends, they would have said, "Uh uh-uh. uh, nope, you can't it. Lil Wayne does not have a woman in his life that loves him. That's what I have learned because if the woman in your life loves you, if your friends love you, they will stop and they will say, man, I look, I get what you like. I get you being unique, but you can't be that unique. That's what happened. And as much as we joke, I, I want to take a second. We want to take a second on the, the podcast. We had a unique opportunity, a badass opportunity. I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna like try and play it down. Uh, you know, we've been uh, we've been sort of easing into this podcast world and and sort of easing into our backgrounds, a huge music background, music background. Obviously, when you combine it all, it came together perfectly at the college football playoff championship game because Imagine Dragons uh, was there to play the halftime show. Now, uh humble brag. A few years ago, I was in Glasgow, Scotland with the band Perry. We were up there. We were playing a show. We got into Scotland a day early. We were walking up and down the streets we were like at this little dive bar. There's nobody. It was like two hundred people maybe fitting in the club we were playing. And we're walking down. There's another dive bar down the street and there's a band loading in. It's Imagine Dragons. They had just put out Radioactive. I was obsessed with the single. Told the guys, I was like, we gotta go. So we walked up and you know, we talked to the people. We're like, Hey, we're playing down the street tomorrow and ended up uh, creating this like mini friendship. And so from that we all ended up that night, we went to the show, went out drinking afterwards, hanging out with Imagine Dragons, so I can say I party with rock stars. We went out, uh, we had a good time for the night, and, uh, especially the drummer, Daniel Platzman, uh, he and I have kept in touch over the years. Super talented dude, plays a million different instruments. He's done orchestral scores for movies. I mean, like, he's not just the drummer in a rock band. So, now, all of a sudden, you've got this band that is the most downloaded band in the world uh, last year coming in and uh, playing the halftime show. A big opportunity for ESPN, obviously, to sort of show off our, you know, flex our muscle for what we can do for a halftime show, but also a great opportunity for a band to get in front of that sort of an audience to play for that. You know, we all, uh, look, Natural was overplayed this year. We can admit that, right? We're just friends talking. Natural was overplayed. But being the most overplayed band in the world around the sporting event, not the worst thing. So the guys were gracious enough before they went in and did their halftime performance to give me a sit-down with them, an exclusive. I know there's video of it up on YouTube, but we wanted to let you hear that exclusive. And let me tell you something. Sit down, put your feet up, grab a, grab a bottle of water, whatever libation you want. And listen, because there are some staggering admissions here about what the biggest band in the world is set to do this year. Check out me sitting down with Imagine Dragons. Jason Fitz hanging out with the Magic Dragons before their halftime performance as part of the College Football Playoff Championship game presented by AT and T. Guys, you guys have done so much in the last couple of years all over the world. But what's it mean to be playing the halftime of this sort of a game? Anybody?
1: Uh. I mean, it's awesome to be asked to uh, play. You know, this caliber of a uh, sporting event, and it's it's kind of fun for us to be able to jump into a sports event like this because it's like. You have this built-in energy already around the whole event. We kind of get to come in and start riding that wave and kind of boost it up a little bit. It's uh, it's it's like starting a show in the middle of it. It's, uh, it's unusual for us, but it's uh, you know, we look forward to things that are unusual.
2: So stay there for a second, because you guys have had so many hits over the last few years. When you're putting together a halftime show, you're talking about a very condensed set list. How do you decide what's going to be in that set? How do you decide how to make this show as perfect for the crowd as it can be? Hmm.
3: Yeah. Um I think uh now we kind of now that we're a decade into our career, we kinda of just pick the songs that we want to play that feel exciting to us and relevant to the occasion. And so lucky for us, um we, we write a lot of songs. We're we're into writing a lot of music that's pretty grand because we're from Las Vegas and that's just a part of it's kind of infused in everything we do and that matches the sports room. Quite often well, I think And so, you know We we uh, we had a lot of songs to choose from and, and chose the ones that we thought Felt best
4: I mean, don't get me There's certainly anxiety, too I, I take on all the anxiety You know, Ben's having fun with it While I'm, you know The
1: jacket says yeah. that I mean, the jacket says fun, right? It's the way our relationship works I have the good times And he has the hangover Yes, I have the anxiety No,
4: it's like, you know It's a big cultural moment And so there's a lot of pressure on it Rightly so So we want to you know, and they tend to get judged pretty harshly too, halftime shows. So we wanna definitely do it right. We put a lot of thought um into the songs and the order and all that stuff.
0: So Yeah, you know, like we know athletes will watch film of games to try to prepare. So we've just been, you know, for the last three months nonstop watching halftime shows. And trying to highlight, you know, put things in slow motion. So what one's... Like, I mean,
1: where the what, what chair... I'm where just exactly. confident in his ability to perform and in Wayne's ability to not choke. And, you know, as long as Wayne holds it together, I know it's going to be a great show.
4: Is, is there
2: one halftime performance you guys have watched that you're like, if we can just do that?
1: Prince. Yeah, the Prince halftime show. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, as long as we're as good as Prince. as Sir, man, as long as, as, long as, <laughs> sir as, sir as, as Wayne plays, as long as, long as, as we're Prince we're played on that halftime performance... We're set, and everything will be all good. I will never
2: forget the bar that I was in for that halftime performance and looking around and realizing that it didn't matter who you were rooting for, everybody was rooting for Purple Rain. Yeah. Like, that was the, the ultimate moment. So you guys have all talked about pressure, and that sort of plays into this game because Clemson and Alabama played in the national championship game, two programs with a lot of sustained success, a lot of pressure. What's it like from an artist standpoint? You guys have had so much success trying to figure out how to live in that pressure bubble of sustaining that
3: success. I was... Were you to say something? Go, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you're on it. You're on uh, the way. No, I was just going to say, you know, I was you're thinking about way. this as I was flying, uh, as we were flying here today, and I, I thought, you know, this is probably the first time that we've done something like this that I don't feel that anxiety as much as I used to. Because I think, you know, we've been doing this for a while, and now we actually get to enjoy ourselves. So we're really, I think, going to go out there and just play our music and enjoy ourselves and hopefully... Uh, other people will enjoy it as well, and I don't know. It's it's kind of a nice feeling to not have as much anxiety about it. Well, that's
1: good for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's I, wonderful. I can see the gig from my uh, front window, so it's like hometown kind of show. I'm a uh, I get to sleep in my own bed at the end of it. It's it's wonderful.
2: <laughs> so uh, you know, you, you're talking so much about you know being able to look at it and just enjoy this process. It's one of the things that uh, the more music guys I've talked to. One of the interesting things is when you're in the ride, it's impossible to really appreciate the ride. Has there been a moment for you, like, Platts, has there been a moment for you where you've looked out on stage and you've said, Yep, this is
0: it. I'm in the middle of it, and I can't believe it's here. We've been so fortunate to have, like, a bunch of those moments. Uh, But one that comes to mind is uh, when we played that Beatles anniversary concert, and we were performing a Beatles song for Ringo and Sir Paul and uh, Yoko, and that was pretty intimidating. Uh, I also but, had
4: anxiety that day
0: But also Believe it or not How can you not be like This is the essence of what it is to live Like Like it was so nerve wracking That I felt alive
4: Yeah you, you can be careful You have to be careful Because it can kind of mirror your life Is In that like You're always sort of waiting For the next thing To happen And then you'll be happy And then then you'll be fulfilled, and it can, you, that can happen in the career too. So deep I deep thoughts. Yeah. The
1: answer is you'll never be happy, and you'll never be fulfilled. That's why well, I, so I, I should probably. You're not that far off from the logic for a lot of musicians. I
2: mean, right? Like you're constantly chasing oh, change, you're change, musicians <laughs> for people. Well, and, that's you
1: know, fair. I you, think we can proceed now.
2: I mean, you, you are constantly chasing some sort of next thing. I mean, that's the the, the hardest part of this ride, right? right. right. Like, well, our
0: art form, unlike any other, is the most temporary. It's not like a painting you can hang on the wall. It's like a song happens, and then like. It stops happening.
2: And that's interesting because let's go to natural, right? Natural this year is synonymous with college football. I mean, at the end of the day, every college football fan that thinks back to what's happened this year in 2018 19 is going to think of that song. So, you know, you talk about like these moments that are temporary. You've created art that isn't temporary because of that memory that lasts forever. Like, how, how do you sort of process that?
3: Uh, I don't know. I think we we're don't still process pro- it. Yeah, I think we're still <laughs> processing it. <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah. <laughs> I think you know it's a it's a really rad thing for better or for worse when you have a song that every time you turn on the TV you hear um it's cemented into our heads and people you know definitely people who have watched sports this year and um I don't know for us it's really great <laughs> we love it I mean when you're an artist you want everybody just to 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 you know See your art and to share it. And that's the beauty of it. And then share it over and over and over okay, hundreds of you, times. You don't get tired. I mean, I'll never forget. Uh, years
2: ago, I, I did these arrangements that the Boston Pops were playing. And so uh, at the end of the show, John Williams was going out to, to do the encore for the Boston Pops. And they do Star Wars. And so John Williams looked over at us before he went out to do the encore. And he said, my God, I'm tired of doing this. And he did it. like I mean, th- there's a, a staggering honesty. <laughs> but how lucky to be tired of doing this. Sure, song, sure. You know? I mean, that is fair. But is there a moment when you guys hit the, the – especially when the song's <laughs> in the middle of just – it's it's constantly defined where you're just like, here we go, natural again. Yeah. I mean,
1: he's got a few oh, decades on us. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, think, yeah. It, it, you know, ask us in 30 years, and you know, maybe we'll have some some part of our career. In that Ben's case, curse. ask
4: us tombstone.
3: I
1: would
0: love, <laughs> yes. I would love to see some, uh, you know, sports teams warming up to
3: uh, some Star Wars music, though. I That'd think be that would awesome. be pretty. That would be pretty rad. I think most musicians, when when their music comes on the radio, they're like, "Oh God!" Like, and they turn it off. I, I'm. I would guess that most of them are actually like, <laughs> if they're in the car by themselves. They might be like, you know, <laughs> I think that it's a, it's you know, it's it's rad if it's once it stops being rad, then you don't deserve to have that anymore. It's really cool to get in the car and hear your song and to turn on the TV and hear your song. And I, look, I get that for some people it's not cool to have to hear it a hundred times, but for me, I love it. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. Okay, well, what about the
2: first time you hear like, is the radio? You mentioned that. Everybody talks about that. But the first time you hear your song on TV, like that's got to be a trip, right? Like even, okay, when you have all this anxiety, you hear it on TV you're like, yeah.
4: Or you're like, oh, my God. Don't ask me about these things because when it comes on the radio, like in my car, like on a streaming service, it's tricky because I do kind of not want to listen to it. But I also don't want the algorithm to change, where you know someone didn't like our music, so I turned the volume down all the way. But I still have it streaming, so that so, way I get the biggest
2: band in the world of our song. the biggest band in the world is world music about, about,
4: when it comes I turn on? it down all the way, but I keep it going. Hey, man. I keep it going. Okay. I've heard this, wow. I mean, I've heard, you know, I hear on
3: stage. No, I see how it is. Okay. How
4: often do you guys go back, like, like a lot of people don't realize, you mentioned film
2: earlier, Platt's, like, a lot of people don't realize that you record shows from a standpoint for whether it's your soundboard or whether it's video. How often do you guys go back and watch your own performances and say, hey, we're, we're no longer playing that song?
1: Does it Ooh. happen?
0: Uh, we we've watched plenty of footage of ourselves, especially at the beginning of a tour. It's really important to like yeah. watch the show, make sure the production is like the way that I don't know. Like it's hard. We have the worst seat in the house for seeing the production, so we have to like rely on a video back. Um, well, and and I
2: was I always thought it was tricky on the road because you know if, if you start flubbing up a little bit with which I will, playing,
1: which I will, sure. and ben starts,
2: he's like taking some liberties. Everybody starts taking liberties. Six months later, all of a sudden, the song is totally different. I mean, yeah. how, how do you keep that in check?
1: Uh, You just, you don't I think you let the show evolve And the show at the end of the tour is different than at the beginning And, you know, it's something that is exciting for us It's how we keep it interesting I uh, actually sat down to listen to all of our albums consecutively um, The other day while I was getting my hand tattooed (laughs) And it was strange how much some of these songs, like like, how I expect them to be the live version when I'm listening to them. How, like, my muscle memory as I'm listening along with them is like, oh, and then we do this break. Oh, no, we don't. No, we don't. Oh, and then we go and play out.
2: Are you just going to gloss over those hand tats? I mean, that's, like, like, that's savage work on your hands. Like, scale of 1 to 10 pain. How, where, where, where are we?
1: Uh, uh, worst imaginable pain I've ever had. But only on certain parts of the hand, the palm and the cuticles. Everything else is, you know, just very, very painful. Okay, any other Like thing? like cigarette being put out on your skin kind
2: of thing. because like, I you know, I've got a lot of colour work on my arms and I called some of my friends after I got it that told me it didn't hurt, and I'm like, Hey, if you don't think that hurts, we're not friends anymore. Like yeah. yeah, your your pain threshold's <laughs> a little weird for me. And he, like wait are you are you all tatted up? Like there was, I have are no
4: tats. There's two tats and two yeah, no me tats. Either. Okay, two, two <laughs>
2: all right, tadless. What uh, what are we gonna do to get the other two? We're up?
4: in our two tribes and we're not budging.
2: Okay. Yeah. Oh that makes sense.
3: Okay. Unless I, you know, feel inspired. I don't know. What do you think? Will you ever feel inspired to get a tattoo? I don't think so. I don't At least as of right now. I don't have anything yet, so I think it's, the guys have done a fantastic job with their tattoos. And I, I, We've been watching highlight reel me. of us getting tattooed, <laughs> yeah. getting better.
1: They so wait, we're all going needs. to get a tattoo? You we can t- live t- vicariously yeah. through
4: through these guys. Yeah. Oh,
1: that's great. Uh, okay, but only if it's matching symmetrical leg sleeves. I, yeah. I can't do it. Like,
4: plus, you start,
2: like, if you get, like, I, I shave my arms. Like, I'll admit that. I'm a grown man. I shave my arms. Like, the color looks better when you shave them. I don't want to have to shave my legs, My too. legs like,
1: are naturally hairless. No, naturally no. hairless. You, just you don't wait, that's just, a canvas. Yeah, you guys,
0: get, it's oh, it's a bragging. I point. think that's a health. I think, I think
4: that's a health problem. Ben. That's a gift from the gods. <laughs> yes. That's what that yeah. is.
1: <laughs> uh, okay, so let, I let's see my doctor. <laughs> <laughs> let's, I, I used to have hair. It's slowly falling off from my feet up. Seriously? No. Uh,
3: wow. I think if you wear tight socks, then is that it, what it does. It keeps the hair from because my dad, he always is a working man. He always has dress socks here, and I know, and he's. He has pretty hairy legs, and I've always noticed that he has no hair. Really? The way the sock line is. Yes. But I only wore hmm.
1: uh, shorts and flip-flops all through high school, and that I never true. had hair. How the and hell college? did you go from shorts and flip-flops to that?
4: And college. Yeah. Uh, I, that's how I met you, was in flip flops.
1: <laughs> you know, much like our show over a tour, I have evolved as a person, as, <laughs> as life has worn on me.
2: Okay, so, uh, Platts, I know you're an NBA fan. Any other big sports fans? Is there, like, a favorite... Team anywhere for, for y'all? Like, like, Vegas is a tie, so you guys did some mm. stuff with the Golden Knights. Knights. We Does love that, yeah. Knights. Absolutely. that makes you make you hockey, big hockey nuts? Yeah,
3: UNLV.
1: I grew up in Vegas, so I have a lot grew, of love for UNLV. Yeah, I grew up a big Niners fan. You know, I'm a Bay Area local. Okay, that's and good. Joe Montana was kind of good.
2: Yeah, yeah I, would, I would say so. Mm. Uh, I also grew up as a kid in Vegas. Oh, really? And when I was in Vegas, UNLV was amazing at basketball. Like uh-huh. like the yeah, that, I, I grew yeah. up in the runner rebel era. Yeah. I'm forty one. So I grew up in the area of like like Larry Johnson, Stacey Ogman, yeah. like crushing it. It's a little it's a little sad now. Like I, I mean yeah, UNLV basketball tough. used to be great. And now they're just sort of
3: I think man. we're gonna come around. I, I feel like you know it's funny because um i I'm really happy about the Knights because it's brought finally the city's been waiting for something to rally around, especially all the tragedy that's come across Vegas in the last couple years. And so I think it's been fantastic to see everybody kind of come out and support a team. And I think we can still do that for the Rebels. I just think um, it needs to be reignited.
4: Will
2: you guys be Raiders fans when they move to Vegas?
3: Hell yeah, yeah. Anything in Vegas, I I will support. Still love my Falcons, but yes.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Atlanta. So where's the craziest place on the road you've tried to watch a game?
0: Uh... I mean we've been in some very very sketchy Hong The Kong? wonderful thing with technology, yeah, I've I've woken up, I've had to like get VPN running and like stream a game like at three you, in the morning in Hong Kong when the Hawks were in the playoffs. Be honest. Though, have you ever watched a
4: game worst. like on a phone while you were drumming on, at a show?
0: No, not during a show.
4: That's the Casey
1: the Elephant pre-
0: uh, special. Oh, yeah.
4: That's so, <laughs>
2: you, You've never, like, pres- believe me, I've talked to a lot of guys that that will admit that, you know, they get scores, updates in their ears, or they take a little iPad up with them and maybe put it off on the side. Like, you don't know when you, when you play, you're just disconnected from it? No, I will.
0: So, the, the only time I'll take my phone out while I'm playing is to take a picture of the audience. Oh, that's
4: right. <laughs> We're pretty one-dimensional people. Platz is maybe the most... More dimensional, think, yeah. but we're pretty one-dimensional.
0: That's fair. That's so. That's the nicest thing. That's ever been <laughs> you kind of that. have dimension. Do you have you guys
2: like used yet? You know, I mean, Imagine Dragons, biggest band in the world. Like, have you guys gone to anybody yet? And been like, hey, we really want passes to this or passes like? Has there been like a user? Yeah, we your, use that. Your,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah, I used yeah. it to get us reservations at a pizza place tonight.
2: No, <laughs> oh, oh,
3: spectacular. Yeah. Did I'll that call work?
1: sometimes. I'll yeah. call a restaurant and be like. Hey, this is the, this is the manager
3: of Imagine Dragons. Singer wants to come in tonight. I know you guys are fully booked, possible, to, to get him in. I know he's a pretty finicky guy. If you could put him in a good place and give him extra dessert, he'd be really happy. Does that work? It does, yeah. it always works. Oh, yeah. is- My manager got really mad at me and was like, stop imitating me on phone calls! But I got, that was I get more Mac stuff impression. done. Yeah. You use that voice when you do it, right? I know, I, I get some more stuff done because he's really nice. And I'd be like, I would act like a real jerk, like a jerk manager, which reflects bad on him, I guess. But that's you know.
4: weird because I ask him to do mine and he, he can never get it done. <laughs>
3: that's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. You have to do he just it tells you to
2: relax, and then he takes care of that. You got
3: to do it yourself. This is the manager, and then when you come in, you kind of I like feel like I have to do my voice different when I come in at the night. Oh. For the, I'll be like, oh, "Hello." Do you still come in with? I think my manager called. Like, yeah, yeah that oh, your totally. Okay. I think I don't know if he put it under yeah. the real
4: name or. This, you know. this is embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. Would you like to defend yourself? He's here. No, he he doesn't want to defend. He wants nothing to do with it. it, Okay,
2: so on a serious note, 17, 18, I mean, I've jokingly and flippantly said a few times, biggest band of the world, I mean, what you guys have accomplished is staggering, right? You've had two incredible years back-to-back. You're doing the college football halftime show. I understand all of these these elements together. At some point, how do you sort of
4: separate where you've been to figure out where you want to go next? You take breaks. Yeah. And you try to try to stop and reflect on life. That's what we we're. That's kind of what we're doing this
3: year, right? Yeah. No, we're going to. We're going to. No, what are these days? Yeah. Well, to be honest with you, yeah. how do you manage that? Yeah. Like, you're in an industry where yeah. taking a
2: break is scary.
3: Yeah, no, uh, yeah. and I think we've gotten to a point now where we can say, okay, we can take a break, we'll be okay. But with that being said, we were going to take a break this year, and then this opportunity came about. And we said, you know what? This is a, a once in a life opportunity. It's Really <laughs> awesome. George. You know, we we have to go do this, and and look, we're here and we're really excited about it, and I think it is an amazing opportunity. Um, but I I do think that you know we, we need to We're going to take a break at some point. <laughs> at some point, and, and, I think I'm saying that to myself right now.
4: I mean, you basically said um, we, it is scary to take a break in this climate. So I yeah. think I don't know. It's not really a place of fear. It's just like. You know, the industry is always changing. Drive. Yeah, and our own drive and ambition.
2: But um, then how do you, like, because the other part of it is above and beyond breaks is evolution, right? Like, pop
1: continually
2: evolves. So part yeah. of your beast is, like, being true to you, taking a break to replug, but then also figuring out how to yeah, make Yeah, but the human fairness. body
1: is weak. <laughs> And needs any human body that can
2: want wear that is not weak. I'm telling this you, is,
1: this is all like defense. You know how like poisonous critters have like bright colors, be like, "Don't touch me." This is just me saying, "Leave me itch, alone." Right? Leave <laughs> me alone. I'm easier seen than like spoken to. Critters, critters.
3: Yeah. Wow. Mm. I, yeah. I don't know. I think I do think. um. We, we could use a break from music for a little bit. I think we might take a break here in a little bit, to be honest. Like, speaking yeah. very honestly. I yeah, think yeah will, in a yeah. Couple of
4: few months, yeah. yeah, we'll take a
3: break. Uh-huh.
2: Be- before we get out, uh, collaborations. Lil Wayne, obviously, a part of this one. Mm-hmm. But collaborations are something you guys do really well. And it's not easy. Like it's Collaborating with artists in different genres is such a compromise. And mm-hmm. I think that that's an underappreciated portion of it. What makes you guys so good at it?
3: Uh, I think our music is pretty, pretty versatile. Um, we get put into the, kind of, lopped into the box of rock music because we have a fantastic guitarist and we play our instruments, you know, at shows live. Um, but with that being said, we're really influ- <laughs> we have a lot of influence from, uh, pop and urban music and alternative music and grunge and we really grew up with a lot. So it lends well at times to, to, especially to the, to the urban, uh, to urban music. And we've worked with Lil Wayne before on Sucker for Pain. It was a really, wonderful experience and we love that song and so I think um, he's, he's fantastic he's been around forever he's an icon he's, he's um, really proven himself and so we feel humbled to just be able to share the stage with him And
2: okay yeah. everybody wants to collaborate with you guys there has to be so I, I know you know let's let it out here let's just tell the world this mm. is your open plea we got a billion mm. views on these these things that we do on ESPN Digital let's tell the world who you guys want to collaborate with
0: Michael McDonald Kai Kuo Chin.
3: I have a Michael McDonald story for you. There's a <laughs> serious I mean uh uh Paul Simon. Uh, is that dead or living living? Living. Well, like, like I want to okay. make it happen. So, oh, you want to make I it mean, happen? Yeah, like I'm, uh, try, I'm
4: trying to help here
2: people. Like yeah. I'm trying to make hey, this happen. If you make a
0: time machine happen also, that's fine with me. I can't re I'm not gonna, <laughs> yeah. like, I'm I am not going to
3: like i will not stop you. I'm not gonna
4: be like Neil Young. He,
3: he'd never do it. Neil Young. But I'll just say yeah, it. Yeah, Neil Young's amazing. Dr. Dre. I think Dr. Dre is incredible. Yep.
1: Um, collaborating to make a daytime fireworks show with Kai, Kai Kwo Jin would be incredible.
0: Mm. You
1: mm. heard it. Okay.
2: Done. Done. Imagine Dragons, guys. Thank you so much for the time. Thanks for hanging out. Good luck on the performance. Uh, and appreciate you guys stopping by. Thanks.
0: Thank you. Hey, man.
2: Again, I want to say thanks to Imagine Dragons for giving us the time to hang out with them. And I want to take a second and dial back to some of the things you just heard there that really stood out to me. Uh, I've had a little time to, to decompress post-championship game, and to really think about this interview particularly and the admission from, as I said, going into the interview, the biggest band in the world, that they need to take time off? That's staggering. I mean, you think about what time off means in the music business, you're talking about risking it all because the pop landscape, whether they're a rock band or a pop band, doesn't really matter. They're on every channel. The music landscape changes so quickly, you are taking the risk that any time off puts you in the rear view and you're taking the rest of time off combined with the pressure that comes when you put out your next record you will have to have come out refreshed and evolved to get people to buy back in you know with all the pressure and that's why i asked him about it in the interview we talk about the pressure that Dabo feels and the pressure that nick saban feels the pressure that certain college football programs are under to be successful every single year it's no different for a band It's no different. I mean, Imagine Dragons' first record was massive, and we almost forget that their second record, it was okay. It didn't live up to the same level of hype. Their third record came out so quickly, and it's become so big. I'm not sure how they follow it up. I'm not sure how your fourth record can come up and live up to the expectations, not just of of sales and downloads, of radio play, but a TV placement, not just on ESPN, but on every commercial known to man. I mean, this is a band that's been placed everywhere. And they're going to have to find a way to recharge, refresh, and reignite their fan base if they take time out. It's a staggering admission, but it's real. For creative people particularly, sometimes you have to find a way to to, to revive what's going on. But imagine the risk of knowing that just taking the time to do what's best for your creativity could cost you everything. It's a, it's a under-talked-about portion of what it's like to be a band in the bubble. When the bubble has gotten as big as theirs has, when the platform is as massive as theirs is. Again, I want to thank the ESPN Music people for helping us put this interview together. Kevin Wilson in that department does great work. They did a great job of finding incredible music. I want to thank Universal Music for giving us some time with those guys, too. And specifically, the guys in the band for being gracious, for being honest, and for most important in this moment, for being real. It was a real interview. And that's rare and something that we got to appreciate. I appreciate all you guys taking the time to listen. It's Alan Fitz talking music. You know what to do. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your enemies. Tell everybody to tune in to every single episode. It's going to be a hype year. 2019 is going to be ridiculous for this thing. You won't believe some of the artists we're going to be hanging out with. So press the button, subscribe, and as always, rate, review, tell everybody else to do the same. Thanks for hanging out with us.